boop, 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 Pepsi. I love you so much. You're such a junkie, babe. I am. I don't give a shit. <laughs> give me my Pepsi and leave me alone. Oh my gosh. Yo, what up, y'all? We back in this thing. I'm Poindexter. And I'm Poison Ivy. And you are now in tune with Rebel and the Geek. Yeah. Man, we came up in this thing because we wanted to have a little chat with y'all. Just a little chat. Just sprinkle a little water on you. A little water? A little water. Is it holy? It can be. It's yeah. Pepsi water. Be honest. It's not water. It's Pepsi. We don't sprinkle water around here. We sprinkle Pepsi, okay? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, yo, that brings me to, like, one of my favorite jams. Have wow. you ever heard the song A Little Bit More by uh, Jadena? And I love him, yes. Yeah. It's so eye-opening. I don't think many people really realize what the fuck he's talking about. So we're here to break it down to you. Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> All right, so... First and foremost, like, babe, what do you feel about love? Oh, one thing I feel is though everybody's got it wrong. Do you think so? I think everybody has a fucking wrong. Not saying that I've got it right. I mean, everybody. I think that we learn love from other people, like how we were raised and whatnot. And you got to keep in mind, we're learning from people who don't have it right either. Mm. So you learn it in the way that you know how to learn it. And very rarely do people actually get it right. Because love itself is very pure and as forgiving. And I don't, I wonder if we're capable of pure love. Is there really a such thing as pure love? I don't know. What does pure love look like? I really think that there is such a thing, but I don't think that any of us can comprehend what that is. Wow. The human condition. I think that we all are tainted in such a way. The only time we really know what pure love is and is when we're born. Mm. When we're in our mother's Like a mother with a child holding her child for the first time? More like the child. Because when you, even when you're a mother holding your child, you're already placing expectations on that child. Mm. You're already, you know, tainting that child with your pre-expectations and all kinds of things. The child, on the other hand, is pure. That child is untainted. That child just loves you genuinely. And Mm. I feel like that's the only time, in my opinion, that we actually can experience pure love. Okay. Fair enough. And it's like an unlearned thing as as time goes on. Gotcha. I feel what you're saying. I mean, like, love is... Love is beautiful. Love is indeed kind. But I think that people get love misconstrued with lust amongst other things. Amongst many other things. <laughs> I know that you guys are familiar with specific quotes that you may have seen on the internet or you may have heard other people say. Example is, love is all we need. That's bullshit. A whole motherfucking lie. <laughs> It takes so much more than love to be with this woman sitting to the right of me. She is full of shit already. You see that shit? We ain't even five minutes in, are we? (laughs) (laughs) It takes way more than just love. It takes understanding. It takes maturity. Um, It takes a toll on you emotionally and physically. And I don't think people get that. Just like when people say... Oh, I fell in love with her. It was love at first sight. No, it wasn't love at first sight. No, I don't. I don't believe it was in that. love at first thought of uh, 
embarking on her vagina is right. what it was. It's love to me. It's the love of the expectations that you have. I mean, you may love certain things about that person. How can you really have love at first sight when you know nothing about that person? You may have a great connection with that person, a great energy exchange or whatever, but how can you love? Love is something that you grow, like it's a flower. Mm -hmm. You have to tend to it. Right, right, exactly. It's not just something that comes and stays at all times. I can agree with that. Because things, people always change and modify and grow. You have to work on loving every aspect of that person. So it's it's not going to just come. How how does that work? Right. I don't know how that works either. Have you ever been in a position in your lifetime where you felt like, boom, this is love and this is all we need? Like, have you ever been in that place Maybe as a youngster growing up, you may have those feelings where it's like glittery and gold and the little feeling in the pit of your stomach. The feeling in the pit of your stomach that's near my vagina? Yeah. <laughs> that's your that's your pussy talking. When that happens, that is not your stomach but butterflies. That's your pussy talking to you, okay? <laughs> no. Or better yet, it could it could be gas. It could be very well much so gas. <laughs> Your guts are rumbling. Have you ever heard love don't cost a thing? Love costs a lot. (laughs) Love costs a lot. A hell of a lot. I've always thought that love was all you needed. Honestly, until our relationship. Until you and I's relationship? Yes. Really? Because I do tell, honey, because you've been (laughs) married. You didn't been through quite a few things with quite a few scuzz buckets yeah so wow i like that word yes yeah, i'm gonna buckets. start using that yeah yeah you've been through quite a bit yeah. so like are you telling me that you never loved those people before um it wasn't that i didn't love them but love wasn't enough love was not enough it takes love and other things on each other's part mm-hmm. it takes everyone involved to put in so much more than just me loving them You know, and not to say that those people didn't love me because everyone loves differently, Mm -hmm. but it takes more. It's just it's just not enough. Well, in my experience, um, I get the whole point that people love differently, but some of that trash ass love I could have totally did without in my past. And I'm just I'm just being honest, Mm -hmm. loving somebody by emotionally and and or physically abusing them, that's not love. I don't give a fuck where you come from. I don't give a fuck if you were brought up in that shit. I'm pretty sure you came across somebody being kind to you at one point in your life or somebody being nice and generous and sweet to you Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. And there had to be something inside of you that triggered you to say, you know what, that's beautiful. That should be what love is. Right. So for you to have experienced that at some point in your life and then get a partner or get a mate or even get a motherfucking friend and treat them like shit, nah, bruh. To be honest, even though she's the rebel, I don't give motherfuckers benefit of the doubt. I really don't. Because right is right and fucking wrong is wrong. And that's it. I'm a very black and white person. Yeah, and I I think in the gray. I think 
certainly some things are most certainly black and white but I'm very much a gray area thinker I think a lot of times when people fuck up or you know they they may love you but a lot of times a lot of times people don't love themselves exactly and if you don't love yourself properly I don't give a shit what anybody says you can't love somebody else properly of course we all do harmful things we don't take care of our bodies like we should so there's a certain amount of things that we're doing that aren't loving toward ourselves but for the most part some people really do love themselves and some people just do not whatsoever and those people there's no way they can love anybody else there's Mm. no way possible it's so funny you say that because that brings me to this love is affection and care without any insecurity affection and care without any insecurity right okay i've never heard that before yeah I just uh, came across that quote. That's, That's one that I do agree with. Right. Uh, because when it comes to loving you, I'm not insecure about myself. I'm not insecure about what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm not insecure about you kicking it with other people. Mm-hmm. I love you. I trust you. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I know what I bring to the table. I know that I'm a good woman. If you decide that you want to fuck that up, then that's your problem. And vice versa. If I decide that I want to fuck that up, then that's my problem. You know what I'm saying? We love each other just enough not to beat ourselves up Mm -hmm. or make things out to be more than what they are. Right. And I always tell people, to me, if you love something, you let it be as it's supposed to be naturally. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you see something harmful or something like that that's not that's not helpful to them but i was compared to if you love a flower you don't pick the flower you leave the flower in its natural environment and let it grow as it's supposed to grow right how can you say you love 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 a flower and then you go pick it right and even if you go pick it what do you do you bring it home or you put it somewhere in the environment as close to where where it's supposed to be naturally to let it grow as close to natural as possible. And that's the same thing you have to do with humans. You don't turn around and say you love somebody and then you want them to change it to be whatever suits you or whatever fits you. No, mm-hmm. you, you bring them into your environment, but you try to keep them as close to who they are as a person. Help them grow as their own person. Right. I think that's where uh, a lot of the women in my past failed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I had some scuzz bucket trash heaps that's in my past. That's the word of the day. Scuzz bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I have, but I'm not saying that I didn't learn from them. I loved myself enough to take some learning experiences from them and not to just bash them wholeheartedly, but I learned something from every past relationship. Mm-hmm. And speaking of past relationships... Was there ever a relationship that you were in that required you to give a little bit more? Hmm. And do you think if you would have given a little bit more, would that relationship still be? Um, I think and for me, I've been in several relationships where I gave more than I should have. And I expended myself so much that I kind of lost who I was and, you know what I'm saying, lost my way. I mean, I think we've all been there to that point. And I don't really think that even in those situations that if I had given a little bit more, it would have made it any different. Because you can't make somebody else give more or do anything they don't want to do for themselves. Fair enough. Having somebody 
to actually bring more than just salad and breadsticks to the table. Right. And I'm not saying that other people didn't do more, you know, than they would have for someone else. I'm, I have no idea. You don't know what a person is doing or putting in or how much, you know, compared to what they've done with someone else. But I know for me, absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. I read something. I want to read it. Okay. It said, love doesn't equal compatibility. Love doesn't solve your relationship problems. And love always worth sacrificing yourself, your dignity, your self-respect, your safety, your ambitions, or your life purpose. You better fucking say that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I agree with all of that. All of the above. Tens across the board. Yeah. And if anybody tries to put you in that predicament, they're not loving you. Right. And it also shows in great detail that they don't love their damn selves. Right. Because the way that I love you, the love that I project on you is what I project on myself. Right. There are times, which we have discussed, is if I do, for whatever reason, project any attitude or soft harshness towards you is because I project that on myself. Yeah. I am hard on me. So with me being hard on me... Sometimes that does spill over onto you as my partner. Absolutely. I think we all, everyone does that. Everyone's not aware of it though. Right. And people need to be aware of that shit. They really need to be aware of what they're doing because we do go hard on ourselves. And that does spill over into your mate. Now, when that spills over onto your mate, it's all about being woman enough or man enough to say, you know what? I apologize. Mm -hmm. That, that wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. That was all me. I'm mad at me right now. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's projecting on you and I don't mean for it to overflow into your cup. Right. Right. It's important for you to know your own triggers. Mm-hmm. It's important, I think, for each other to know before getting into a serious relationship how love looks to you. Mm-hmm. You don't know how yes. love looks so we always assume love is love oh you know love is just love that's what it is no but love looks differently to different people Mm -hmm. so seeing someone in the good times all the time that doesn't show you shit Mm -mm. you need to see how somebody loves themselves number one when they are down Mm -hmm. how do they love you when you're not getting along because me and you we don't always agree on shit and we get into little disagreements yeah, from time to time. Yeah, we do, because sometimes I'll be over here like, somebody come get her. <laughs> and even when I'm feeling that way, I'm still, this motherfucker, here's your food, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm still gonna do healthy things for you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, that's not gonna get you in the way. You still bring me my food, even though yeah, you pissed and off I, at me. And I haven't poisoned it. Right. Not yet. You still... <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you still make sure I eat. Right. You still make sure I'm good you still make sure i have my video games on deck here play your video game right right can't you call somebody call somebody and just go play or something (laughs) just go over there (laughs) shit yeah yeah you're absolutely right because love does look different on everybody just like clothes yeah yeah i mean you can get the same shirt it's gonna look different on me than it does on you yeah i was reading somewhere about other things than love than it takes and I was reading empathy patience trust honesty 
mm-hmm. vulnerability. Yes. That's major. That's a big and right. Communication, uh, effective communication, not mm-hmm. just communication, because communication alone is just fucking talking. Yeah. <laughs> effective communication, loyalty, very well said, respect, affection, conflict, motherfucking resolution. Mm-hmm. You need that shit. Mm-hmm. And self love. Self love is really big to me. Yeah. That's I think really it starts big from to there. Me. I think that a lot of the women that I've encountered in the past, there was a lot of insecurities with themselves and with me. And with me. I said it out loud. I had some insecurities too. And we all needed to work on some shit. That's why we didn't work. Right. And the reason that myself and poison ivy works is because we took all of that time to work on ourselves right and then when the universe brought us back together we were mature enough to say hey i'm bringing the t-bone steaks and she was like hey i'm bringing the baked potatoes and the broccoli (laughs) (laughs) baked potatoes and broccoli why bring the grill babe you could have brought the grill okay i got the grill too oh my gosh yo let me tell you something when my wife to be cooks, I'll be hiding from the cameras. Like, don't you tell me. Ain't going outside cooking. today. You're going to ruin my reputation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't cook, y'all. I don't know how to cook. Whatever. I don't whatever. Know how to cook. Own it, woman. Own mm-hmm. it. Getting to every place else, you definitely got me through my belly. Mm, that's usually how it works. <laughs> that's that whole close to the vagina thing again. You see how, you see how that works? You see how that they works. That. Okay. They caught that. Okay. Listen, love is not enough. Okay. It's not. It's not. It really isn't. It takes a lot of work, hard work, communication, effective communication, consistency. Right. It takes a lot of consistency. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And don't feel as though, you know, sometimes you have to discuss things with your mate. You go through a little argument or disagreement or whatever. You have to discuss it or whatever. Number one, and this is something her and I had to get used to as well, our communication style when it came to discussing things. I'm the type of person, I need a minute. I need to process it in my own head and I need to readdress it when I've gotten all my thoughts together and such like that. Whereas her, it's like, okay, we have an issue. We need to address it. And so at first it was like, in her mind, she was like, she's walking away from this, you know, not addressing it in my head. I'm just like, I just need a minute. You have to understand how your partner needs to communicate with you. You know, that's effective communication. Not just yelling and talking and yeah, it's not going to get just throwing derogatory terms at each other. That doesn't help nobody. No. And don't think that one time talking about something is going to solve it. Good. Even if you come to an agreement in that moment, don't think that that's the last time you're going to have to talk about that thing. Right. Because sometimes that same one thing, it can take like 10 more times. You have to sit down and discuss it. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, are we really right back here where we started? And mm-hmm. we, we ended it the first time like it was perfectly fine. But we had to readdress it. And I think that's just effective communication. I agree. But with, with the readdressing part, if you guys have a sit down, a real sit down, like take the time to sit down. I'm not talking about talking in passing. Mm-hmm. But if you have a real sit down with your partner or even with your friend and you guys take a moment 
not to agree with each other, but have an understanding of one another, Mm -hmm. how the other feels, how the other is reacting to certain things, what the other's triggers are, the good and the bad. If you go over all of that and you both leave with having some kind of understanding, again, I'm not saying that you must agree with them, but having an understanding That should eliminate having to keep discussing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. Based on what I've experienced, even with Poison Ivy, when we go over certain things, I try my best to not get judgmental because I'm really big on being judgmental. At least that's what my personality test said. (laughs) But I try my best not to be judgmental. I try my best not to allow my face to respond to her while she's talking because women especially black women we're really good listen to her ass listen to her talk (laughs) listen to this shit we're really good on our faces speaking before we do so i try to adjust my face and tell myself poindexter stop where you are take a moment put yourself in her shoes so that you can thoroughly gather what she's trying to share with you Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important in my opinion as well to understand a person's background and how they were raised how they were taught love and the different relationships and situations they've been through to kind of understand how they perceive it you know Mm -hmm. one way the trust comes into play you know you have to trust your partner so much that knowing that just because you got into an argument they're not going to jump on the phone and start texting some other woman or I get into a situation, an argument with somebody, they're texting somebody else, you know, and you have to have enough trust in your mate. You have to prove that number one, and you have to have enough trust to know that that's not going to make your mate just go, you know, start talking to other women just because you got into an argument. Right. So don't be afraid to discuss things. Mm hmm. You know, if your mate decides to be that ratchet ass bitch ratchet that goes fuck. to text somebody else all because you guys had a disagreement, right? All because he or she does not approve of what you approve of, or they're in their fucking feelings. Yeah, get out of your bag of feelings. If you're gonna get into an argument with your mate and you're gonna go text somebody else, you really should just fucking talk to your mate. I mean, what? Why are you talking to somebody else? And I'm not talking about, you know, you have a best friend, you know, some of us confide in our friends and stuff like that. First of all, have good friends, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have, you don't have eight fucking best friends. Number one. Have good friends that, that's going to call you out on your bullshit. Healthy motherfucking friends. Right. Right. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting into an argument, going on fucking social media or texting your ex or some bullshit like that. Don't do that. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're going to be in the wrong. You're in the fucking wrong. Yeah. And furthermore, you don't want to be that person. Don't be that partner that every time things aren't going your bratty ass way, you're quick to jump to some other bride mm-hmm. that has been texting you or have been trying to get with you and now you want to entertain her because you and your feelings about a conversation that didn't go your way. Right. You know, someone once told me, you Aries people, team mm. Aries, whoop, whoop. whatever, Leo rolls. <laughs> Somebody once told me, you Aries always have a ram in a bush. And what that pretty much means is that 
when I'm in a relationship with somebody or when I'm entertaining somebody, if that somebody doesn't do or say something that I like, then I tend to scoot on over to something on somebody else's shoulder that is willing to agree with me and connect with me. And that's not always the case for me. That's not what's been the case in the past for me. And it's not even about agreeing with me. It's just about make it make sense. I'm a facts person. I live my life based off logic, hence the geek. Okay? If there's no facts, I'm not fucking dealing with it. And if what you're saying is just complete utter bullshit and just left feel like a motherfucker, I ain't fucking with it. And that's just it. You know, crazy thing. Somebody once told me in my past... They use this quote, which I think is a trash-ass quote, and I'll explain why. The quote goes with something like this. I always give people enough rope to hang themselves with. That is a trash-ass quote. And the reason I think it's a trash-ass quote is because if you love and care for somebody, why are you giving them tools to kill themselves? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you not have a real adult-like-ass conversation with them, explain to them how you feel and where you think they went wrong, and allow them to explain to you so that you guys can connect and have a clear understanding of each other. That's something I do in our relationship. In past relationships, no, I'm going to give you the rope. Go ahead. Okay, so you was like a firm believer of that in the past. That, and yes, and that's because they weren't giving me they're all so I'm not gonna give you my all if you're not giving me your all and if you want to go ahead and hang yourself here's the rope I'm not gonna hang you but I'm not gonna stop you from grabbing that rope over there at what point did you decide you know what I'm gonna stop living my life this way you know giving people rope to hang themselves at the same time like caring for them because to me that's that's hypocritical Yeah, that stopped with you. You have shown me something different. Okay. People in the past, they never showed me the same things that you've shown me. Mm -hmm. They never took the time into putting like you've put into me. Mm -hmm. There's only too many times I'm going to say, I don't like this or this hurts me or whatever the case may be. And you're going to do it over and over and over. I would say that kind of thing in the past. And it was like, okay, in one ear and out the other. Oh, so you brought it to their attention. They just didn't act on it. Right. It wasn't like it was just something they did. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, this motherfucker want to go hang from the rope. Go. No, it wasn't off the bat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to express how I feel about it. And if you just don't care, well, then you go right ahead. You Mm. go right ahead. There's only so many times I'm going to say something. There's only so many times I'm going to tell you something. Because in the end, I'm a firm believer. You can't say that I never told you. When, when you wake up and you see me not there, don't you ever fucking say that I didn't tell you. Right. My experience was just solely based off of an individual that just didn't take the time to talk to me at all. Did nothing but push me away. Never talked to me about things and was just like, boom, you hung yourself with the rope. But why though? Yeah, if you if you never tell somebody how you feel about something or whatever, you can't really get mad at them for doing a certain thing. I mean, there are certain things that are 
completely obvious. Of course, you're not supposed to jump off a roof into someone else's mouth. You're not supposed to do that. We all know that. But I mean, there's certain things you have to really communicate. And don't be mad at the fact that you chose not to say it, but then they continue to do it. Right. How do you get mad at that? If you've never had that discussion, it's never been brought up in any shape or form, how do you get mad at them for that? These are facts. And this, ladies and gents, is exactly why it takes so much more than love. Yeah. I want to speak about one more aspect that I find really important that I never really thought was so important, and that's vulnerability. Mm. Being vulnerable in a relationship is, to me, one of the top things. And when I say being vulnerable, when you're talking to your mate and communicating with them, you have to address your feelings from your perspective, not focusing on their action, but focus on your feeling. So let's say I don't like that you go to clubs a lot. Instead of me saying, you know, you always go into the fucking club and blah, 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 blah. You always blah, 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 blah. Instead of attacking you and saying you this, and when you do that, and you did this, and you do that, address it in a sense of owning some responsibility for your feelings in a vulnerable way. And it's not easy, but you say things from the perspective of, you know, you going to the club makes me feel like such and such. Being vulnerable to me is speaking on your feelings about something. You know what I'm saying? Instead of attacking the person in every single thing they do, speak about your feelings about that thing, mm. not in attacking them. Also, a big part of being vulnerable is compromising. People want what the fuck they want. When they want it. They don't want to make any adjustments for nobody. And if you love somebody, like you say you love them, you care about them, like you say you care about them, you should be more than willing to compromise. If I do go to the clubs a lot, it's because it's what I enjoy. Granted, you haven't seen no bitches text me on my phone. You haven't caught me being out later than I say I'm going to be out. Instead of diving into your bag of feelings in regards to me going to do something that you don't like compromise with me mm -hmm. let's have a sit down poindexter i see that you like going to clubs i get it it's not my thing but how about you go every other weekend mm -hmm. and how about you come back at this time certain things like that and that's a part of being vulnerable as well uh people do not like to compromise and we just heard recently, and I never had thought about it, compromising and accommodating. Mm -hmm. Two completely different things. Yeah. Compromise is meeting in the middle. Both sides are losing something. Mm -hmm. Accommodating is one side losing, the other side getting what they want. Right. I want tacos for dinner. You want hamburgers for dinner. Accommodating for me, would just be like, all right, we'll just have hamburgers. That's accommodating. I'm mm -hmm. accommodating you. Mm -hmm. Compromise is we go to a restaurant that sells both or gotcha. something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's yeah. both people getting something out of it, losing something in a way. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people accommodate so much more than they realize. And in reality, they're thinking they're compromising and they're really just accommodating. Right. You're absolutely right. Very well said, babe. Thank you. 
Very well said. Is there anything else that you want to add to let the people know how imperative it is to give a little bit more? Because love is not enough. First of all, I want to say that you're not a clubber and we do not use our own personal examples. Thank you very much. (laughs) So don't y'all start hitting people up. She likes going to the club. No, bitch. I don't. I've I've lived that life already. It was just an example. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's what you want to. I just had to say that because, you know, I I foresee it happening already. (laughs) I don't need anybody out there getting janky. Okay. (laughs) Don't. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay? So I'm a 90s defensive. bitch. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. She's so defensive, y'all. Oh, I my just, gosh. I was just saying. I was just Is saying. Is there anything else positive <laughs> and intuitive that you like to add? I just want to say, learn how to love yourself mm-hmm. is most important. It's most important in every relationship you're going to have with anybody else. And when you learn how to love yourself, it's very easy to give a little bit more. And it's very easy to understand that it's going to take more. And not only that, but you're absolutely excited and obliged to give a little bit more because you love that person. You support that person and you care very much about that person. And you can help people understand how to love you. When you love yourself and you know how to love yourself, you can help other people to know how to love you. Instead right. of them taking their own way and then trying to love you with that. And it's been a divine pleasure. Thank you guys so very much for kicking it with us here on Rebel and the Geek. You're the best. Remember, you can always hit us up at rebelandthegeek.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. We ain't got no, we ain't got Twitter yet. Nah, we ain't got that yet. Instagram is Rebel X the Geek. Yes. And Facebook is Rebel and, and the Geek. The Geek. Exactly. So also keep in mind that you can listen to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms from Spotify to Apple Music, mm-hmm. Red Circle. All of them. Google, podcast, everything. Yeah. Check us out. We in this thing. Listen, I mean, y'all are bored in the house because you're bored in the house bored. How does it go? <laughs> bored in the house because I'm in the house bored. Just listen. I mean, share with your friends too. Like that yeah. would be a great help. Just share. Share yeah. the podcast, you know. And always feel free to hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or our website. Let us know if you have any topic ideas. Share that shit. We want to hear from y'all. Yes. On that note, I am Poindexter. And I'm Poison Ivy. Bye.